episode 36, The Tutorial Show. Today is all about the art of making tutorials, and you are listening to episode number 36 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy, and I'm a one-man band, I'm a technology junkie, and I love helping people figure things out. And I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. And in this episode number 36, I give you an overview of the tutorial making process. How do you find topics? How are tutorials made? Where do you share them? And why should you make them? But first, as always, let's start the show with a question of the week from Ask Mike Anything. And for those of you just tuning into the show for the first time, Ask Mike Anything is your chance to ask me what you want to know more about. Where are you struggling in your online business? Head on over to MikeMurphy.co and leave me a question or hit me up on Snapchat and I will answer it in a future episode. Today's Ask Mike Anything came from Open Mic Night on Blab where I was asked, how do I get influential and high profile guests onto my new show? Many new entrepreneur podcasters, just as an example, when starting out, seek high profile guests such as Pat Flynn or John Lee Dumas because they know they're going to get big downloads by having guests with big audiences which is true, but my first piece of advice is to be careful what you wish for. Success in podcasting is not based on download numbers alone. When you are first starting out, you need to find your voice. You need to get your feet wet. Having a high-profile guest before you're comfortable behind the mic might backfire if you're not careful. Also, is your website prepared for a huge spike in visitors? Things you need to consider. But if you're determined and your strategy is to interview big-name guests, You have to do some legwork and there is time involved. You need to develop a relationship and connection with anyone you want as a guest. Start small. Be respectful. You're planting a seed. You're not screaming at them or stalking them. Comment on a blog post they made or a Medium article. Then another. Maybe add your two cents. Retweet some of their tweets. Treat the potential guest like any other friend or human you would interact with. Then send an email to them and just say, Hey Mike, I'm finding a lot of value in your content. I particularly like your article on this and your podcast episode about that was spot on. I have a weekly podcast where I interview leading entrepreneurs like yourself. I would love to introduce you to my listeners and promote your new book. Would you be available for a 20 minute interview in the next two months? Hey, no problem. Thanks for the engagement. I really hope you make it easy, efficient and enjoyable so I can share the great experience I had with you with my giant audience about how great of a podcast host you are. Deal? Okay, let's jump into episode number 36, The Art of the Tutorial. How do you find topics? How do you make tutorials, the production? Where do you put them? And why should you be making tutorials for your podcast or brand? First off, what is a tutorial? Tutorials are simply educational or informational lessons about a topic. I think of tutorials as mini lesson plans from school, and bundles of tutorials can make up a course or a class. Tutorials can be audio or video or text or whatever, and their whole goal is to teach something. So, how do you find topics to teach? You really can teach just about anything that you do. For me, I try to find topics that I think will help people save time or help them do something better or faster. I look for topics that are relevant today and that I want associated with me and my brand. 
I teach things that I think one-man bands and podcasters will find useful that I think will help them on their journey. This can cover a wide range of topics, but I only teach things that I do or I know a lot about and think are relevant to content creation and podcasting. Places to find topics. One interesting technique is to look in your emails for questions that people ask you. My Ask Mike Anything, it's full of tutorial inspiration, which is why I promote it so much. What do you do in your business every day? Share those processes as tutorials. Go into your application folder on your Mac or PC. Look at all the software you use and tutorial ideas are going to start jumping out at you as you see programs that you might not have used for a while. Also, open your iPhone and look at all of your apps. Are there any useful apps or tips that you might have learned recently that you think could help someone? Another good place to find topics is on my favorite tutorial sites like lynda.com and Skillshare and Udemy. What classes are popular currently? Maybe you have a tutorial on one of those trending classes that will, others will find helpful. Resource tip number one. I use a free tool, Trello, to organize all of my tutorial ideas and workflow. When scouring your computer or phone, have Trello open so you can type in your potential tutorials. In Trello, I make one board called Tutorials that has three columns. Column one is the Ideas column. Column two is Working On, and column three is Completed. Column one is where I dump all the ideas that I come up with as I go. When I'm ready to start making one, I drag the col from column one into column two, the Working On column. And then when I'm done working on it and I publish it to YouTube, it goes from column two to column three. Rinse and repeat. It's very simple, but it's very effective. You have no idea. Every time I think of a tutorial, if I don't write it down, it's gone by the next day. Bottom line, topics are everywhere. The skill and value is in the curation process. Make tutorials that have a purpose or can help someone. How do you make tutorials? Step one, once you decide on the topic, write a script or outline, always. Writing a script or a really good outline is critical for making quality tutorials. I am guilty of winging it on many tutorials when I turn on the camera and just start teaching, but I always regret doing it this way and the end result is never as good as those that I took the time to prepare. Having a script removes the fluff and keeps the lessons tight and to the point. It also gives you the copy that you can use in your blog posts and on YouTube, etc. Which brings me to another big tip here. Start with the end goal in mind when you're writing a script. Get to the point and tell people exactly what to expect from your tutorial so they can decide whether it's worth their time to watch. In this tutorial, I'm going to show you how to blank. What is the benefit they're going to receive from watching? This tutorial will help you edit your podcast faster, or this tutorial will show you how to edit your Instagram photos better. And what you say, make sure that the video covers that. Recap what you taught them, and then end with a call to action, instructing them what you want them to do next. Maybe visit your website, or sign up for your email list, or watch another video. You get it. On to the recording. But first, there's a pre-production tip before you start recording. Get your project folders organized on your computer and put all of your brand assets and anything you might use for your video in these folders. This is critical. Video production can be a real mess easily without the proper organization of files. And trust me on this one, I know it firsthand. Resource tip number two. Listen up, because this one is amazing. I use a free program on the Mac that I just discovered in the last month or so called Post Haste. In one click, it creates 
all of the folders I've pre-made as a template and I just tell it where on my hard drive to save it. And in seconds, my folder structure is organized. It's amazing. I have folder templates set up inside of Post Taste for tutorials and podcasts. And it is a real time saver and it keeps me, it keeps the organization consistent. So be sure to check out the resource notes for Post Taste. This is a game changer for content creators and it's free. So recording and production process. You can make tutorials in several different ways, including just audio only. But for today, we're just talking video. The first way is talking head videos. You teach in front of a camera. Second is screencasting. You use programs such as ScreenFlow or Camtasia and record your computer screen or your iDevice screen. And just as an FYI, I have been using both Camtasia and ScreenFlow. And I have to say that Camtasia is winning me over on the Mac. Or you can use a combination of a talking head video and the screencasting video, which is probably the most common type of tutorial. And that's typically what I do. So after you're done recording, you need to edit, clean it up, spruce it up with your logo and your titles and some music, but keep it, keep it simple. The purpose of your tutorial is because they want to learn something, not to watch a promo video on your brand or a movie trailer. And just as a side note, the easiest way by far to get started with tutorial making is screencasting only, where you record your screen only with voiceover. This is definitely my recommendation out of the gate because you don't have to worry about the camera or syncing audio or lighting and all that. So another resource tip, we're on to resource tip number three in the podcast. Be sure to go to Wistia Learning Library and learn all sorts of great tips and tricks about all things video, including screencasting, recording, editing tips, I absolutely love Wistia. I really encourage you to start there when you're getting started in video. After you're done recording and editing, what do you do next? Well, you can start by uploading your video to YouTube. That's the hub for most people's videos. Then you're gonna make a blog post. You're gonna embed the YouTube link and fill your blog post with the script and lots of keywords for Google SEO love. Then use something like Buffer to share your blog post with the video and push it to Facebook, Twitter, and Google+. Get your video, your tutorial out there. A lot of people will tell you that Facebook videos do a lot better if you upload them directly versus using the YouTube link. That's kind of your call. I tend to take the easy route and you know I'm good with it having Buffer send it to. But if you're really diehard about getting traffic to your Facebook page, you might want to upload directly to Facebook as well as uploading to YouTube. When uploading your video to YouTube, big tip here, make sure that you give your tutorial a good descriptive name and fill out all of the categories on YouTube. Think about how somebody might search for your title and name it that. How to make a blank. And finally, why should you be making tutorials as a podcaster and online content creator? Well, tutorials help people and that is a good thing. They also help people make a connection to you. Tutorials help establish authority for your brand. And they're also just content and content is what Google loves. Tutorials will help generate traffic to your website and your YouTube channel. Also a good thing. They will help you improve your knowledge and teaching style and build confidence. Teaching also carries over to your podcast. The process of making a tutorial is very similar to how I write podcast scripts. So the more I practice with both, the better quality all around. And tutorials are a great networking and marketing tool and just getting your name out there. Perhaps on social media, if a discussion is going on about how to do something and you have a tutorial about it, 
point them to your video and you instantly become the go-to person for that topic. So a quick recap on the art of making tutorials starts with a topic that answers a question or solves a problem or teaches something people need or want. If tutorial making is a big part of your business, as it is mine, you need to organize your ideas. And I do so in Trello, which I really like. Something like Evernote or Google Docs would work just as well. After the topic is established, write a script or an outline. As you can tell, my podcast is basically one big tutorial and I script my podcast in the same way that a tutorial is made. What are we talking about today? What benefit will you receive from listening today? What am I going to be discussing? And then I will sum it up and make you understand the message and give you a call to action, such as go to my website. Production. Get organized. Determine the style of video that fits your needs and technical abilities. Screencasting is what I recommend when starting out. Use a program like ScreenFlow or Camtasia. And both of those programs also give you the option to use your webcam simultaneously. So you can do both options pretty quickly. Sharing. YouTube is still king. But be sure to share your tutorials around all your platforms, especially your blog. And finally, why? There are endless benefits of teaching and sharing what you know. But as a podcaster, it helps your audience connect and learn from you. And you continue to establish yourself as an expert and authority, and you are spreading brand awareness with valuable content. And that is going to do it for the art of the tutorial. As always, I thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I really do appreciate it. And this podcast is all about teaching you the tools of the trade to help you move forward in your business. So please let me know if there is a topic you would like to know more about. You can find me on Snapchat at MikeMurphyBTS or head on over to MikeMurphy.co. Leave me a question, sign up for the new weekly newsletter while you're over there, and I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band, and together we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers. Cheers.